0: We welcome you to the ADHD Smarter Parenting Podcast. Here to heal and elevate lives is your parenting coach, Siope Kinikini. Hey everyone, welcome to the Smarter Parenting Podcast. I am one of your hosts. My name is Siope. Thank you for joining me. Today we're going to be talking about relationships. And it's a different approach to relationships because usually on this podcast, we talk about parents and children. But today we're going to focus in on spouses and couples, what makes those relationships work, and how that information can be translated into your interactions with your own children. Now the reason that this is important to you as a parent working with your child is that as your child grows and progresses, their needs are going to change. And your ability to be able to morph and adapt to the changing needs of your children are going to determine whether or not you have a great relationship with them later on in life. So we want to start these things as early as possible. However, you can start using these concepts and principles now, even with your teenage children, and you can see that relationships will improve over time as long as you're consistent. So, this podcast is meant to help you look at the long term. We're not just focusing in on behaviors in the immediate moment, but we're looking at relationships in the long term. What kind of relationship do you want to have with your children? How do you begin to nourish those things and plant the seeds for effective communication with your child? Now, as you can tell, we are going to be focusing in on effective communication. That's the skill that we are going to be using during this podcast. So by the end of this podcast, you should have a better understanding of how you can better interact with your child and adjust to their needs to build a lasting relationship as well as implementing effective communication in your everyday interactions. So... The things I want to cover today is I want to give you some background into marriage stability, relationship stability, uh, from John Gottman, who is this really well-known and famous therapist who has done studies on what makes marriages work, what makes newlyweds specifically click and remain married. So we're going to talk about him and the research that he has done and the groundbreaking work that he has. If you've heard of the Gottman Institute, then you know what I'm talking about. If you have not, I I would highly suggest you go through and learn more about it. It's very fascinating some of the work that he has put in in understanding how relationships are formed and how they continue to grow. So, we're going to talk about that. I'm going to share with you a story of a parent who is beginning this work and looking at the long term. So, we're not looking at Let's just fix the behaviors that we're focusing now, but let's start establishing some patterns for the long term and then how this family used effective communication. So let's start off with the Gottmans and then uh, we will talk about the family, some of their issues and what they were working on in trying to build a relationship with their child. Now, John and Julie Gottman are the founders of the Gottman Institute. And in 2007, uh, John was recognized as one of the 10 most influential therapists of the past century. So, what he was able to do was to determine and predict with a newlywed which couples would remain married four to six years later. The fascinating thing about what he was able to observe was that he could predict with 90% accuracy just on his observations of the interactions that these newlyweds had with each other. They weren't necessarily the big things that were happening, they were the small things that were happening in their everyday lives. Now, the research is really profound. There's a lot of aspects into building a strong relationship, but we're only going to focus in on one of the things that John pointed out in his research. It's called The Bids for Connection. And you can find more information about The Bids for Connection in a book that he had written called The Relationship Cure. Now, the funny thing is, is that the teaching family model that we use, Smarter Parenting, how we use the different skills that we have on our parenting site, they're all focused in on Bids for Connection. These things that we're able to do in order to connect with our children in whatever state they may be in. So if your child is throwing a tantrum, there are ways that you can find to connect with your child. We're looking for those opportunities. So, Gottman's research was focused in on everyday interactions, and what he was able to observe was that with newlywed couples, they would often, in their small ways, Look for bids of connection, meaning you'd have one person standing at the window saying, Oh, it's a beautiful day outside. And then how the other partner responded determined how strengthened their relationship was going to be over time. Was it a positive interaction? Were they dismissed? Were they denied? Were they ignored? And what he found was in those micro interactions, when things were positive, when there was an engagement and they were able to connect, even if it was to acknowledge and say, Yeah, it is a beautiful day, those types of communications made all the difference in the relationship with couples because those things build up over time. Now, you may be wondering, how does this relate to my child? How do I make this connection with my own children? Well, your children as they are experiencing the world, are consistently trying to bid for connection with you. And it may be that they're trying to bid for connection with you by throwing a tantrum, but their tantrum is a way that they are reaching out to you saying, hey, pay attention to me. I need something. I don't know how to communicate it, but I need you to connect with me. And I've seen it so many times in the reaction of parents that their reactions are not helpful in connecting with their child. So, we're not ignoring the behaviors, but what we are doing is recognizing, hey, this tantrum behavior is my child's way of communicating to me that they need to connect on some level. Now, how can I meet that child where they're at and connect with them? So, we will address the behaviors that your children are having to teach them better ways to do things and better ways to communicate. However, recognizing that these types of behaviors are meant for connection really does make a mind shift for a lot of parents. Now, I received a coaching call from a mother who was thinking long-term with her daughter and Her daughter is struggling with behaviors we had gone through. These are the things that you're doing to address the behaviors that your child is exhibiting, which is unable to do tasks, struggling with homework, not doing chores. So we worked around, okay, this is the plan. This is what you're going to do. And she asked an interesting question during our session. She said, okay, now these things are going to address this now, but I'm curious, what do I need to do in the future? So, in five years from now, ten years from now, let's say that this escalates and the behavior is different, and yet my child is still acting out. What do I do? So, in our discussion, I helped her realize, okay, anytime that your child is misbehaving or uh, struggling with their behavior with you, they are trying to bid for some type of connection with you. And so, it's just teaching them How can you better connect with me? How can you better communicate your feelings with me? This discussion went on for two, three weeks as we continued to process this idea of, hey, we're looking for ways that we can connect when we're using these skills. Now, the skills themselves have steps, and we teach you what the steps are. We help you with those steps. But if you pay close attention to the steps of every skill, there is an element of connection that is included in the skills. And it's built in there in order for a parent to interact in a more positive way. And it's part of answering that bid for connection that children need so badly. So, we worked on it. We talked about it. Okay, this is what you're going to do. Anytime she comes in the room and she wants to interact with you, anytime she asks you a question or she comes to you asking for your opinion, you are going to take the time to acknowledge and connect with her during those moments. Now, as we came up with this plan, she was very cognizant of these moments. And what she realized is that her daughter initially came to her for a lot of different things. Initially came to her consistently about, hey, what do you think of my outfit? Hey, What do you think of my homework hey what do you think of and it took some time but as her mom began to connect with her during those small interactions day by day she reported the mother reported that there was less of her daughter coming to her with problems and more of their ability to work through issues so when difficult times came along There was already a connection, and it's through that connection that changes can happen a lot more rapidly than just giving consequences consistently for negative behaviors. So, I want you to think about that. As you are working with your child, how does your child seek to connect with you? What are their bids of connection with you? Are they asking you consistently questions? Are they trying to get your attention for something? Do they want you to pay attention to one short thing that they're doing? Now, this can be tasking for parents. I've had a young child who, you know, wanted me to look, look at my blocks. It's like, okay, I'm looking at your, I've done this like 50 times. I, I completely understand. And yet, those are opportunities to establish building blocks of strengthening the relationship between you and your child. So, I am grateful that I learned these concepts early when my child was growing up, because I did. I, I, if she came to me with something, I would take the time to realize, this is an opportunity to connect, she wants to connect, so how can I make this a positive experience? And then when negative things came along, it was easier to work with her because there was already a connection, there was a relationship there that we could process and work through our issues. Now, the skill that I had them focus on, the mom, was particularly effective communication. Now, effective communication, as taught on the Smarter Parenting website, is a simple skill, and I'm going to give you the steps and then tell you how you can use those steps in your interactions with your children. So, first, you're going to acknowledge, you're going to make eye contact, let them know um, that you are listening, you are going to listen to what they have to say, and then you're going to repeat back what you understood using their words, if you can. The fourth step is that you will then share your opinion once your child uh, agrees that 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 was what they were trying to communicate. So if you notice in the steps, there's a lot of listening happening. Okay, There's acknowledgement of them, there's listening to what they have to say and repeating it back, using their own words, and then verifying with them that that's what they meant. And then you can share your thoughts, and then they're to repeat back what they understood from you, and then after that, you can come to a solution. You verify it, and then you come come to a solution. So, with those steps, this mother was going to do this interaction, and it doesn't take a long time to do, okay? I know the steps seem like, oh, wow, that's, that's pretty intensive, that's a lot of steps. But it can happen very quickly in an interaction. And again, this is a bid for connection. So you're making eye contact. That's a bid for connection. You're listening. Bid for connection, okay? Uh, You're repeating back what you understood using their words. That's a a bid for connection. Again, you are connecting with your child where they're at. Then you can share your own thoughts. You can verify uh, that they understood by having them repeat it back and verify with you and then you can come to a solution from there so it can happen fairly quickly you look at your child you listen to what they have to say you repeat it back you clarify with them that that's what they meant and then you would share your opinion so if i were doing this with a young child and they said hey i just built this fort come take a look i could use effective communication with them so i would make eye contact with them step one step two listen to what they had to say, and then I'd repeat it back using their words, which is, hey, so you built a fort. Then I would verify, is that right? Okay, and then I would observe the fort. And then after that, I would share my own thoughts. I'd say, that fort looks amazing. And then I would say, hey, so what do you think? Or what do you understood from what I was communicating? Or what what do you think I think of it? And the child would say, well, you think it's amazing. And you'd say, it is amazing. And that's it. That's an interaction. Okay? So it's super quick. doesn't have to take a lot of time. Parents can do it. You can do it on the fly. But I will tell you, if you have these bids of connection every day, because your child is trying to get your attention for one thing or another you're going to find behaviors de-escalate and your ability to work through issues a lot more positive. So again, we kind of went over what uh, marriage stability looks like based off of the research of John Gottman, but how that also applies in our relationship with children, how we are bidding for connection, your children are bidding for connection with you, and your ability to connect with them is going to make all the difference in the world. So my challenge to you is this. I want you to use effective communication in working with your child. I want you to be able to recognize bids for connection. Anytime your child comes to you to communicate something, I want you to take some time to recognize what it is, describe back what you hear uh, them explain, trying to use their own words and then verifying with them, and then sharing your thoughts or praising them for that statement, okay? And those are using the steps of effective communication, all right? So, my challenge this week is that you do this. And my challenge is that you do this with everyone. You can build strong relationships with other people as well by using this method of realizing that when somebody comes to you, they're looking for some type of connection. So, recognize and acknowledge those opportunities and find ways to connect with your child. All right. Now, uh, as far as negative behaviors, of course, we're looking for ways to work through what they're trying to communicate and their bids for connection. And there are other components that are involved as well. So effective uh, consequences will have to be implemented. Those types of things are necessary in order to help teach your child. But the ultimate goal is to teach your child and to teach your child a better way of being and a better way of connecting. So, if they're able to connect with you more effectively over time, that's going to make a huge difference in your relationship down the road. So, uh, again, I'm going to say the name of the book uh, from John Gottman. It is The Relationship Cure. It talks about the bids for connection. It's actually a really great read if you're interested. Jump over there and read that and go through the skill of effective communication on the Smarter Parenting website. Uh, You can find it there. It's for free. There's a short video there and then downloadable materials that you can use in order to help you remember the steps and how to implement it or use them. All right. That's it for me this week. I hope you have a wonderful week. Let's build those relationships. Let's build strong relationships with our children, but also with other people. All right. Thanks for joining me.